Chapter number 63 of Floyd's Flowers by Silas X. Floyd. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The Bad Boy, How to Help Him Almost anybody can make something out of a boy who is naturally good, but it takes one of very Christian-like power and patience to make anything out of a really bad boy. Yet all boys may be reclaimed, reformed, saved, at least so I believe. And the first step in making a good man out of a bad boy has to do with the boy's body. The Holy Bible tells us that our bodies are the temples, the dwelling places of the Holy Ghost, and every boy and every teacher of every boy in the home or day school or Sunday school should give more time and attention to the body in order to make it a fit place for such a holy being. It is as true now as of old that plenty of soap and water will exert a wholesome influence in making bad boys good. Someone has said that cleanliness is next to godliness, and somebody has added to that soap is a means of grace. A boy who is taught to bathe regularly and who is taught to keep his clothing neat and clean at all times will in that way learn the greatest lesson of self-respect quicker than in any other way. And in my judgment, the shortest way to the purification of a boy's habits, a boy's morals, a boy's character, is to teach him first to keep his body pure. Keep it pure not only by baths and clean clothes, but keep it pure and sweet by keeping it free from whiskey and tobacco in every form. Exercise, regular and systematic exercise, whether as work or play, will go a great way towards keeping the body clean and healthy. Every boy is mistaken, every parent is mistaken who thinks that labor is unworthy or that any kind of honest work is degrading. The body needs to be kept alive and vigorous by the frequent use of all its parts. And there is no better way to keep the body vigorous than by doing some kind of work. Work that requires the use of the hands and legs and muscles. Work that stimulates the blood and makes it flow freely through the body. Another step in the process of making a good man out of a bad boy has to do with the mind. The body grows not alone by exercise, but the body grows by what we put into it, the food we eat and the water we drink, etc. We might say, I think, that the boy grows on what it feeds on. It is the same way with the mind. The mind grows on what it feeds on. If we feed our minds on obscene pictures, on bad books, on vulgar stories told by ourselves or our associates, we cannot expect to have minds that are keenly alive and active for good. Our thoughts control us, boys and girls, whether we understand the process by which they control or not. Our thoughts control us. If our thoughts are pure and sweet and noble, we will be pure and sweet and noble. If our thoughts are impure, vile, and ignoble, we will be impure, vile, and ignoble. Our thoughts rule us. So every boy should guard well his thoughts. Every boy should guard well what he puts into his mind. Every boy's mind feeds on what he puts into it, and every boy's mind grows on what it feeds. It goes without saying, then, that a boy should not read Blood and Thunder detective stories, stories about the James brothers and other outlaws and bandits. Nor should a boy read filthy so-called love stories. All such literature should be shunned as a boy would shun deadly poison. A boy who desires to become a good man should read only those things which will give him confidence in himself, 
that he can and may become a good man, good for the service of God and the service of his fellow men. Bad company must also be left behind if a bad boy wants to become a good boy. Those boys who tell smutty jokes and stories should not be allowed to associate with that boy whose eyes have been opened and who want to feed his mind on good and wholesome food. Character boys in this last analysis depends chiefly on three things, heredity, environment, and will. Now, you cannot do much to change your inherited tendencies, the tendencies you receive from mother and father at birth, but you can do much in offsetting or overcoming these tendencies. You can also do much with the aid of a generous and enlightened public to change your surroundings if they happen to be bad. I confess that your mothers and fathers, your teachers and pastors ought to do much more in this regard than you. But if they will not exert themselves to get you out of evil surroundings, then you, as value of your own life and time and possibilities, by the help of God, try to get out yourselves. The will is very largely influenced by your surroundings. Hence, you can see the importance of having good books and good associates. But whatever you do, boys, do not forget Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sins of the world. The highest part of your nature is your spiritual nature. And while you are building up the body and building up the mind, do not forget to build up your soul. If others will not assist you in this greater matter, you can help yourself. The master said, suffer the little children to come unto me and forbid them not. End of chapter 63.